All right, all right, all right. Happy, happy. I was going to about to say Friday. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm ready for the weekend already. Uh, happy Monday, everybody. TGIM. I know that's that's the reason I'm ready for the weekend already. It's five o'clock somewhere. Too many offers to write. That's the problem. Over asking. <laughs> don't don't get me started on that shit, bro. <laughs> Do you put your best foot forward? That's what they say nowadays. What does that mean? As in coming with your best foot forward, as in do your best. Shove it up there. Screw yourself as much as possible. <laughs> Shove it up. It's my best foot forward, buddy. <laughs> what if I'm a paraplegic or an amputee? Shove your hand up. Anyways, Anyways. happy Monday, everybody. You really want to cut the show off at two minutes. Well, we're banned on Facebook, so congratulations, everybody. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Congratulations to all of our wise nuts friends and family members. We're banned on Facebook again for the third time this time. Uh, God knows when uh, Meta will allow us to restream back on uh, Facebook again. We found a niche for it. But the, I guess they found out that we There's have a niche. There's a niche for the niche. <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're figuring it out. If you're... Well, I was going to say, if you're watching us on Facebook or on YouTube, but <laughs> that's not going to work. So. Way to start, Arnold. Way to start. I know, I know. It's unfortunate. <laughs> We're so. going to be going newspaper coming up in a few months. If yeah, 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 yeah. And Morris code. And Morris <laughs> code, guys. Just smoke signals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to go Morris code, smoke signals, and newspapers starting next week. So Armand will handle the newspapers. Edgar will yeah. do the smoke signals since he's the one that smokes here. And then I'll be, I'll be doing the Morse code. Then hopefully, you know, we don't get banned. You see there. how he assigned himself the easiest job? Yeah. Yeah, I'm always on the. But, anyways. I was referring to something else. Let's go. Oh, jeez. Speaking of smoking, thank you for the cigar, Dan. Oh, yes. Thank you for those. Enjoy those. Definitely. Definitely. I wish we could enjoy them on the show, though. We should. <laughs> on one day when one day. his studio opens <laughs> up. <laughs> this is getting too much fun. Let's go with Adam. Come on, man. Well, one of, the, one of the cigars that you actually gave us, again, we appreciate the cigars. One of them we're going to hold off on. Okay. And celebrate that one with you. Awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you so Since much. It's the same. Let's introduce Adam first. Definitely. So we want to we want to <laughs> thank Adam Venna for taking time out of his Monday to be with us. Thank we appreciate it. We know you got a hectic schedule as far as with work and everything going on in life. So we appreciate you uh, making time for us, and we appreciate uh, Mom Army and Dad Army Absolutely. for uh, connecting us with you. I appreciate you guys for having me on. I, I really do. Yeah. Thank you. You you you've got a very very interesting story, and uh, you know, the three of us got involved with this school board thing that's going on, this movement that's been going on, uh, not only in California, but throughout the country at this point. And, uh, you know, a couple of people reached out to us and they said, you guys got to have Adam on. You guys got to have Adam on. We were just like, okay, who the hell's Adam? Well, you know, what's, <laughs> what's the story? Because we always like to vent our clients as right. far as finding, or, or not our clients, clients. But, our, but our guests. Vent or vet. Vet our clients as far as finding out, you know, what vent the story is and, uh, you know, what we're going to be speaking about. And as soon as they mentioned your story, we were like, no, this is a no-brainer. Yeah. But before we get into that story, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and uh, who Adam is before we jump into uh, this very, very, very controversial and interesting story. Yeah, very. Never. I'm 43. Never in 43 years did I ever think that I would be, one, sitting here, and two, 
you know, putting my whole entire life out on Instagram and being in the public, I never, never thought I would be that way. Um, so basically, I'm, my name is Adam Vina. I'm 43 years old. Um, and I work just a normal blue collar job, um, sanitation, um, never, never been in any trouble in my life. Just, you know, just a normal, you know, keep to myself type of person, hang out with friends, golf, shooting, you know, that kind of stuff. Just a, just a normal person. And, uh, this situation that I'm in today has, has thrown me for an absolute loop, um, has thrown my son's grandparents for an absolute, absolute loop. Um, we never expected that I would be in this situation or they would be in the situation that they're in today um, with what's going on with my son. So when did you get married? Uh, we were never married. We were just boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, and we were together for about a year, year and a half. Um, she has a previous son from a previous, um, uh, boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, and I accepted that little boy as my own. Um, and I went to parent teachers conferences with him. I did, I did the normal dad stuff with him. Mm -hmm. Um, and he throughout the process with me and me, him and her, uh, we found out that he had autism. Mm -hmm. Um, and as if anybody knows about autism, it's a very difficult situation depending on what part of the spectrum they are on luckily he was somewhat low on the spectrum um but it was still a very very stressful difficult difficult time in in our relationship and that i think that really put a um huge strain on our relationship um the autism part um trying to figure out what was going on with him um and it really put a strain on us um and we ended up having Mind you, I was, I guess, if you want to say deeply, not deeply in love, but I was very much in love with my son's mother before we even got together. Um, and how old was your son or her son when you, you guys met? He, um, he was, I think, four years old. Four years. Yeah, four years old. But he, he had a lot of tantrums um, when he was a kid. At at his age. Um, we would be up till three o'clock in the morning with tantrums from him just trying to get a, a the bottle cap off of his uh, milk bottle. Um, tantrums, um, he would hit physically hit her, not because he knew what he was doing. It was because of the autism. And I think that was really difficult for me to be able to sit there and watch um, this type of abuse, not abuse. I shouldn't say abuse. Sorry this type of tantrum to have behavior. To be, thank you. Behavior to happen and not be able to do anything about it. Um, and that it, again, it put a real, real strain on our relationship. I, she was, <clears throat> I'd never speak badly about my son's mother. Um, and sometimes I wish I had the, especially with when it comes to the autism, I wish I had the patience that she had um, with her son. Um, she was, she was excellent. Um, and I've said since day one, I've never bad talked my son's mother, um, minus what she's doing to my son, which is absolutely bad. At least I know my son has a roof over his head, food in his belly, and he's somewhat taken care of. So I don't speak badly about my son's mother. Does that outweigh what she's doing to my son? And that's a difficult question for me and a difficult for me to answer. I believe what she's doing to my son is absolutely wrong 
but we can we'll, we'll get down that that road. Um, but the autism definitely put a strain on our on our relationship. Interesting. So your son, this is her biological child, correct? But not your biological. No, child. sir. No, sir. Okay. But I treated him as if he was he was mine. Okay. And then when did you guys? Did you did you end up uh, like adopting him as far as paperwork? How no. was this connection made as far as, you know, him, and I you know I hate using this word but identifying as as your son. There was never any paperwork um, involved. She wanted me to sign paperwork to adopt him, but something deep down inside of me told me it was probably not the best idea um, to do, and so there was never any paperwork signed. Um, this um, is a different son we're talking about. Yes, sir. Arnold, yes. I think you're... No, no, no. I know. I know. I yeah. Know, I know. So she has two kids, uh, my son and then her her son from a previous yeah. relationship. So the one that has autism is mm-hmm. the one from the previous relationship. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. now, because dealing with a child with autism is, is a very, very difficult thing, especially, you know, when it's your biological child, you know, you're, you're going through... You know, the tantrums that you were mentioning, sleepless nights, mm-hmm. uh, communication issues. There's a lot that's involved in that. And for you to step up and, you know, be a father figure for this kid. I mean, that's a big that's a big deal, man. Thank you. Let alone, I mean, if the kid, you know, let's say, for example, wasn't autistic. Let's say he was just, you know, a fatherless, you know, child. Right. But, you know, it takes a lot of guts to step up and, you know, be a father for him. Um how was your relationship with her, you know, as time was going on and, you know, you were adjusting to, you know, being a father figure for her biological, for her son? I think, I think the autism, it really put, again, I'll say it again. It put a really strain on me because I did not know how to, to properly deal with it. And I didn't fully understand exactly what autism was. Um, is he like high functioning autistic or is he? He's, he's high functioning, but he will only speak to people that are close to. So when, when we got him in school, he never spoke to his teachers. Never. They, I, to this day, I don't know if he'll speak to his teachers, but he'll never speak. He'll only speak to me, my, my son's mother and just close family members. Um, but there was, there went one month. He woke up in the morning didn't say a word and we didn't hear him speak for a month. You're kidding me. That was it. That was, that was difficult because he would normally speak to everybody. And then one morning he woke up and that he didn't, he didn't speak for a month. And then all of a sudden the light bulb went off and he just started talking again. So, yeah. I mean, I could only, I could only picture it like you, you know, you have a child that you're living with and helping raise communication is fine. But all of a sudden, overnight, wakes up. That's it. It's a complete 180. Yeah. Complete 180. I mean, yeah. I, can, I can't even imagine what you guys were going through trying to just communicate with him. And, you know, I, I have a, I have a one-and-a-half-year-old. Obviously, he babbles and he'll say certain words. But, you know, he gets frustrated as well when he's trying to do something and trying to explain something, but he can't talk. Now I'm just picturing... You said a five-year-old, right? Yeah, he was about four, four at the time, four or five at the time. Yeah. And yeah, and being autistic, I could, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sure you guys had some rough days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a real difficult 
difficult time. And who was living with you? It was just you, your wife, and your son? And then her mother was living with us also. Okay. So okay. so there was a lot of support. There was a lot of help, you know. So, but it was it was a trying time. It was a, it was a difficult few years, us being together with him being autistic and going to therapists and going to school. Thank God the school that we got him into was the original one that, that picked up that he could possibly be autistic. Interesting. And then, you know, we, we went from there on it and they, some of the programs that, that are in my local area where we took him were absolutely amazing. We, they got him speech therapy. They got him, you know, all this type of therapy to, to help him out. Now is so, his, is his biological father involved at all? No, no, like, no. MIA I, I, MIA, I have no idea if he even knows that he's around. So no child support, no, no nothing. So I don't know if that was her decision not to tell him or if that was his, his decision. Um, so I have no idea if, if uh, he even knows that, um, that little boy is exists or exists. Not. Yeah, exists. So it's difficult. How old is he now? He he's probably eight or nine now. I haven't seen him since we we separated. So and that's another difficult thing. I I really uh, had a good connection with him, and I really accepted him as my own. So not being able to, you know, see him, even though it was difficult with the autism, it was still difficult not being able to, you know. See him, and she threw that in my face. You know, you're a horrible person because you know you're you're leaving all of us. You know, and it was always it was always my fault. So it's easy. It's easier to point the finger and blame somebody for. Yeah. So, so go ahead. Uh, um, so he was from a different father, but then you and her had a and and child her, together. Yes. Yeah. And when was that? That was in um, October. Uh, 2000, are you going to make me do math? Uh, 2018. Yeah. So about so, five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Abel, uh, Abel, Aiden is five years old now. So, so he was born June 26, 2018. You said Abel? Yeah. Abel. Yeah. Abel, uh, I, 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 Abel turns five in October of this year. No, my son Aiden turns five. Oh, uh, Aiden. He turned, turned five in June. I, I, I shouldn't have mentioned his name, but... Her her other son um, is eight or nine now. I see. Sorry about that. So, so your your son, your five. biological son's name. Are you okay with mentioning his name? Oh yeah, absolutely. So Aiden, you yes. said right? Yes. So Aiden is turning five this year. Yeah, he turned five this year. Yes. Okay. So you and her had Aiden, and was there anything that was going on in your relationship? Was it still rocky? Did it take an effect on her? You know, having. Her other son, had you guys mended things at all prior to her getting pregnant? We were pretty good at the time. We were actually really good before um, my son was born. Um, we were actually really good. It was still a stressful times, um, but we were, we were still, we weren't fighting a lot. We weren't, you know, arguing, you know, we were arguing, but like a normal, like a normal, normal couple, couple, you know. Okay, just to clarify. So, because you said uh, her biological son who's autistic was around four when you came into the picture mm -hmm. and then your son with her is five so basically your son was born right around the time that you guys met you guys yeah we were uh, together for about a year and then a, your and then, your son was Aiden, born yes. okay okay yeah 
All right. And your your son was born normal, no health issues or anything. No. I mean, he came when he was born, he came out blue. Um, he wasn't breathing when he was born, which was really, really scary to see. Um, but the but the nurse, the nurses and the doctor um, did what they did and they brought him back and he was completely no, completely, no autism, nothing no, with him. No. And that was one of my biggest worries because he his brother has autism. Um, I was really worried. Um, there's a few things that I was worried about. I have learning disabilities. So, um, I was, I was afraid of that with my son. And I was also afraid of the autism because I know it runs in the family. So that was one thing that really concerned me is, you know, I really, when, when Aiden was born, I really pushed, you know, um, at a very young age, like the ABCs, I would count to 10 with him. I would do the ABCs three times, even at, at a month old, two months old, I was so worried that he could possibly, even though that stuff wouldn't have helped, it was mm-hmm. just comforting to me to do those things to maybe him not have it. Right. So mm-hmm. I did a lot of stuff. I, I, I think I really, when my son was born, I felt that I really forced a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying, at a really, really young age because I didn't want him to have either autism or the learning disability or anything. So I, I tried to enjoy him as much as possible, but at the same time, I was really forcing things too quick with my son. Mm. Yeah, you but know? at the same time, you're spending time with them. I mean, you're singing ABCs. I mean, what's the right? There's no harm in that, man. Right. It's it's a rhythm. I mean, till you know today, you know, even with my son today, you know, being a year and a half old, he'll mumble the ABCs. Right. Because I sing it to him. Twinkle, twinkle, ABCs. It's right. it's, it's your kid. Your uh, a child's brain is like a sponge. Anything you do, That's, they're they're yeah. soaking it in, man. Yeah, they're soaking it. In. So what you did, you know, you you saying you were forcing it. No, I mean it was you doing what a father would do, man. <laughs> Thank you. S- singing to your kid. Uh, but relationship wise, did she go through anything as far as postpartum, any of that stuff, where that it might have affected her psychologically? Not that I know, of, but I know that her her previous boyfriend was very physical um, with her. Uh, like physically violent with her, um, a lot of uh, domestic violence. Um, abuse. Thank you. A lot of abuse um, on his part, um, on my part. None of that. Um, none of that. It was all, you know, talking, yelling. You know, that normal confrontations. Couple, yeah. Yeah. Normal. You know, <clears throat> boyfriend girlfriend type arguments. So but, there was never. But you guys never got married. No. No. No engagement. We were close, nothing. but we never. No engagement. No. No marriage. No nothing like that. So let me ask you a question: Were the grand, were her grand, her parents involved at all with raising the kid? Yeah, yeah, they were heavily involved um, with her first son. Yeah, they were heavily involved, and they they were heavily involved with my son. You said the mom lived with you guys. No? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Her mom lived with you guys. Yeah. Okay. Grandfather. Yeah. Uh, grandfather was lived um, in my town, so we both lived in two different towns. So, but they were very. I don't know if they were close, but they were very grandparents were very close to both both grandkids. But as far as relationship, grandma and grandpa, they were. I'm assuming they were divorced. They were separated, yes, mm. or divorced, yes. So, um, there's been a lot of um, speculation on on certain things. Um, we went to a lot of uh, counseling classes, relationship co- counseling, and my counselor said that she could possibly have. Um, borderline personality disorder 
um, but he could never, he couldn't testify or he couldn't um, say that's what she has because he didn't spend enough time with her. But he said, you know, he could be about 90% sure that she was suffering from bipolarism, basically. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, did you see any of that take place while you were dating her, even prior to Aiden? To be honest with you, I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't have known what what bipolar is. It was nothing in my life. I didn't know. I didn't know what bipolar was. I knew it was was something, but I didn't know the symptoms or the or or anything like that. So I wouldn't know known what to what to look what for. What to look for? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, she was she was difficult. I mean, I'm not gonna say, come on here and say, oh, I was the you know the knight in shining armor riding on the white horse in our relationship, but the the relationship was very very strained um at certain times um i normally when we would get into an argument or fight i would leave the house um to to delete, cool down to cool down i would you know take a drive go smoke a cigarette or something like that and when i would come back it always seemed to make things worse <clears throat> always makes the things everything worse because it's like she looked at it as you stepped out you left Yes, exactly. She was worried that I would never come back. And I would always say, I'm, I'm going to come back. I'm removing myself from the argument. I'm removing myself from the fight. Come back. Cooler heads prevail. Then we can talk. Do you think that's what she went through with her first one? I, like think, I left and just basically. I think that's been her. The, like the PTSD MO. for her, basically. Yeah, the MO in, her, in almost every relationship is that. Something happens, the 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 partner leaves or the you know, the boyfriend boyfriend leaves and she feels that they're never never gonna come back. Even though they come back, she feels that they're never gonna come back. Cause bipolarism, I mean, if she is diagnosed with bipolarism, I mean Armand will know this better because he's in you know, he deals with you know Medical, the medical oh, okay. more. Well, I was gonna say. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not saying you're bipolar. <laughs> I didn't know that. But uh, I mean, because he he knows this stuff better than uh, either one of us. But you know, that's a serious condition. A lot of people go on meds for that to kind of, I don't want to say cope, but to kind of come to a reality. Yeah, her. She had really bad anxiety, like really, really bad anxiety, and it was, you know, it was, it was, it was difficult. Difficult few years being in the relationship. Again. Panic attacks, anxiety, all that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. And then, what did all of that lead to eventually? Me, basically, us separating. Separate. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't do it anymore, um, and she couldn't do it anymore. So I basically moved out um, when Aiden was one or two years old. Um, and, um, also I, I suffered a lot of physical abuse in the relationship. Um, I was punched in the face, back of the head, drugged off the bed, locked in the house, locked in a closet. Um, and I never retaliated. All I did was walk out of the house and leave. See, a lot of people, they look at domestic abuse as far as, you know, the, the male abusing mm -hmm. the female. But it happens all the time where it's vice versa. I mean, Johnny Depp went through it as yeah. well. Yeah. And, you know, now that we're sitting here with somebody telling us that you were physically abused, mm -hmm. I mean, it tells you, ladies and gentlemen, this it's it 
it happens to men all the time. It's just unfortunate that a lot of times men don't speak up about it. Right. It's kind of like an I, I guess call it an ego trip. Yeah. It's it's like you know what? No, I'm I'm the man. It's embarrassing for me to talk about it, but I mean, you you have to speak up. Yeah. You and have to what, say something. And that's why I always walked away from our fights. I always walked away. You know. And, and you, so you haven't had custody of your boys, one biological and one right. stepson. Right. In and, and three, the, three and a half years. Yeah, we're not even worried about. Uh, there's going to never going to be any custody of the of the um, her son. Her, her son. Her son. Yeah. yeah. Nothing to do with. It. Yeah. With my son, yeah, I haven't had physical. I haven't physically held my son in three almost three years. Have you seen him, or you? you I saw him. The judge ordered two FaceTime calls a week with my son for 15 minutes. And that was the only connection that I had with my son. Now, let's fill this part in. So this man has never been charged with anything. He's got a good paying job. He has been in no trouble. No misdemeanors, no no felonies, nothing. The last time I was in court was when I was 16 when I got caught smoking cigarettes. There you go. And (laughs) this man has not seen his own son. Not even visitation rights. Charles Manson... Charles Manson, we all know who Charles Manson is, Of course, is, right? he's a serial killer. Serial killer. <laughs> continued to have full custody of his kids and visitations with his kids. But Charles Manson what, belonged to the government. But what was what was the court's reasoning for you not ha- being able to see your son? Well, so, well, before we get into that, can we talk about... Okay, can we talk about uh, your wife beginning... Not wife. Or I'm sorry, your ex-wife, or not even no, ex-wife, girlfriend. your girl, your ex-girlfriend. Sorry, yeah, your ex-girlfriend. Right. Uh, reaching. When did she reach out to you and say, "Hey, listen, uh, Aiden is not Aiden. Aiden is." She didn't. So when Aiden was two years old, I got home from work. I was not living with her at the time. I received a text message of my son in a pink princess dress, and I. Sh- was at my parents' house. I showed my father. I said, how the, how the hell can she do this to my son? How can she do this to my son? And I text her a few minutes later. I said, what are you doing? He's a boy. Don't dress him in girls' clothes. And that was the end of that, that conversation. Those were the text messages. I showed my father the picture. He says, I have no idea what the, why she would do that to him. So I sent him that text message thinking that everything had stopped. When my son turned three years old on his birthday... I had, I backtracked a little bit. I was in fear of getting involved in the family courts because I was a male. I, I, I did everything to keep myself out of the family courts. So when it came to Christmases or birthdays, I said, all right, fine. You can have him on his birthday and then I'll have him the next day. So I had him the next day. I compromised. That's the word I'm looking at. I call, everything I did was I compromised to keep myself out of the family court system. So on his third birthday, everything was going good. We were potty training him at the time. I said, he said, dad, I got to go to the bathroom. I said, great. Do you want to go by yourself? Do you want me to come in with you? He said, no, I want to go by myself. I said, perfect. At three. Yeah. Wow. So I, again, I probably not the best. I not, I shouldn't say forced, but I wanted my son to, to, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but I wanted him to be advanced. I didn't want him to to be behind. So, yeah. so I we I started him potty training at a young age, and then she also got on board. So he was potty trained around three years old. He was doing it by himself. 
So he came out and he said he needed help washing his hands. I said, perfect. Let's wash our hands. We washed his hands. That's when he came up to me and said, dad, I said, what's up, buddy? He said, mom bought me a pink dress. And I said, I got down on one knee. I looked him square down the eye. I said, hey, buddy, you're a boy and boys don't wear dresses. And he says, okay, daddy. We walked back and had cake and ice cream. That was the end of our conversation. Exactly the way I told you guys is the same way I told my son. It, I, very calmly, cool, and collective. That's the way I told him. A couple of days later, it was, it was fuming. I was irritated to no end of what she was doing to my son. And I don't know what she had done before, you know, previously. I thought she had stopped all this. Um, and then that's when I sent her the 50 text messages saying, my son's a boy. He's not a girl. Don't dress my son in girls' clothes. 50 times, there was never any threats of, I'm going to come over there and beat you up. There was no any threats that I'm going to come kidnap, kidnap my son. It was just, he's a boy. He doesn't wear girls' clothes. And is that what was used in court to keep your son away from you? That's what got me on the restraining order. But at this point, you had you were already separated. Mm -hmm. You were just seeing him. You had, and it wasn't through the court system, just no. to clarify. It yeah. was just your arrangement with her. Yes. Your son's mom was, okay, you know, next day after birthday, I'll hang out with him. Did you have him on the weekends? or? I had him one Wednesday a week. Yeah. Um, every Wednesday and then every other weekend. Um, and Saturday, sorry. It's been so long. So Wednesdays, I was never going to be there because I was at work. Um, so my mom um, and my dad were going to drop him off at her their house and they were going to watch him until I got off of work. Mm. Um, and that was always a pain with her. That was always a pain. She, she, does, she never liked my mom and dad. She hated the, re the close relationship that I had with my mother and my father. She, and yet her mother lived with you guys. Right. She never liked the relationship that I had with my mom. She so hated it. You had her mom living with you? We were living with her mom at the time. You were living with her mom? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So that's a different situation. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So it was the text message. But were there any um, anything prior to that text message of her sending a picture of him in a pink dress and then him telling you after his birthday that mom dressed me in a pink dress? No no indication. Indications of no. her ever. No. Do you do you think that was her way of um because her first son mm. had a natural issue which was autism. Mm. That was her way of trying to somehow um I was, ruin your son as well as far as like okay, well he's healthy, let's try in a different way to Are you talking about uh Munchausen hypoxia syndrome? What is that? It's basically when a, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, I think it's, I believe it's Munchausen Munchausen syndrome. It's basically when a parent mm -hmm. diagnoses their child with a disorder that that child does not have. No, no, that's not what I'm referring to more. So like this, I had a son with somebody else. Um, he has health issues. So now my second son, I'm going to artificially create health issues right. so that you don't feel like, you know, our son together is normal because I no longer want to be with you. So I'm going to cause this there, artificial. There's been a lot of talk about why she would do something like that or what her, her, her reasoning is behind wanting to. 
Was she paying her lawyers throughout this case against you? Mm. Who was paying those bills? And then you'll find anytime, any situation, I feel like you have to chase the money, man. Right. So her previous attorney, um, I don't know who was paying for the previous attorney, but then it turned into the pro bono. And then her second attorney is pro bono also. They're all pro bono. Yeah. Yeah. And all because you sent 50 text messages saying he's a boy, he's not a girl, don't dress him in pink outfits. Yeah. Yeah. They said that it was harassing because I sent it consecutively 50 times. What did your What did your son say to you? I don't know. No, no, no. What did, like? No, that's the honest and truth. I don't know. Like, so commun- June 26. Commun- so the, 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 the day that you kneeled down to him and said, you're a boy, you're supposed to wear boy clothes. Mm-hmm. After, did you see your son anytime after that? The restraining order came the following week. You're shitting me. Literally yeah. the following week. Yeah. And no visitation rights. Because nothing. he was on the restraining order. So instead of her just putting herself on the restraining order, she added my son to the restraining order, which restrained me from my son. Don't no Adam, don't you think if you had gone to the court systems earlier, you would have been better off today? Before those texts, before anything? I don't think so. No? No, no. I think this all has to do with with the gender situation. Gender as in yours or? My sons. Your sons. Yes, because I'm not affirming my son's new gender. And your son today is how old? My son is five. Five years old. Five years old. They refer to my son... There's a lot more, but they refer to my son in court as my daughter. My my son now goes by the name of Violet. My son now has she, her pronouns at five years old. He is now considered full transgender at five years old. Is he on any meds? Not that I know of, no. As of right now, there's no medication. The medication is on the table, but it's not on the table, if that makes sense. Mm. So it's not officially proved yet. Correct. Correct. Well, okay. Have you? Have you? Oh, shit, man. This is. Have you? Have okay. Obviously, you've seen your son in court when you've gone to court. No. No, my son doesn't come to court. Facetime anything? I haven't seen my son as of November first of last year. So okay, November first of last year. Did you have any sort of conversation with him? Over on the Facetime conversation. And yes. what was what? What did he say when you? Did you mention anything about him? You know, hey, listen, you're Aiden. You're not. What was I his other name? That. Violet. Violet. I couldn't do that. Why? It was a violet. It would have been a violation of the restraining order. So you called him Violet? I didn't call him Violet. I called him Aiden. But in the in the stipulations in the restraining order, I was not one, I was not allowed to talk about attire. And two, I could not talk to my son's mother. So what I mean, again, don't want to get too personal. What was he wearing? So he was wearing normal. Boys' clothes, like pajamas. Most of the time it was at night and he would be in pajamas. But the one thing I did notice that he had pink nail polish on. Hair? Hair was getting longer. And I always said, hey, why don't you cut your hair, buddy? Let's get your hair cut. Oh, I don't feel like getting my hair cut. And I was like, okay. I said, and then anytime I would get my hair cut, we would have the FaceTime. I would say, hey, buddy, look, I got my hair cut. You know, and he would go, anytime I had him, he, I would take him to the barber shop with me. So, and I was told, oh, he doesn't want to cut his hair. But we have a suggestion from John that, okay, might be a little radical, but it makes sense. He said, why don't you show up to court wearing a pink dress in front of that judge? Mm. 
And then let's see what happens. <laughs> I like that idea. We Smart. we can definitely we can definitely uh no, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love my son to I love my son to death and I would do anything to get my son back in physically mine. Um but that's a little extreme. So <laughs> what about what about her parents? Well, well most most of the time her mother, I guess, because she lives with her mother, correct? Right. What is her take on all this? I don't know. And and I'm being honest with you guys. I don't know what that side of the family, how that side of the family feels about what she is doing to my son. No one, no one has reached out to me. No one has, no one has said anything. No one has told me, oh, you know what? That's. But you knew these people. You lived with these people. Yeah. What did you expect this from them? No, I did not expect it. I know, and I know it's difficult to understand exactly this whole entire story, um, but there is—I don't know how the other side feels. It's—it's—it's it's, it's not actually that difficult. How many, how many divorces have you seen? Where many? Okay, well, let me finish. Where the the other side is complimenting, you know, the ex and saying, "Oh, he was such a fantastic young man." I don't it's know very why. rare. My okay, very so rare. so what makes you think in this case, especially the parents are going to be? No, I'm not saying it, her side of the family should have supported you or backed you up or tell you right. secrets. No, just what kind of stance did they have on things? Well, her sister bought my son makeup and nail polish. That's what I was trying to get to, my friend. Yeah. That explains a lot, you know? right? And I don't know if the grandparents are encouraging it with my son, but I know. The sister is is purchasing. Does the sister have any kids? Uh, step step kids. Step. So no biological kids herself. No, no. Are they boys or girls? The, the, her one step boy, kids? one girl. So. so, as a biological father in the state of California, what rights do you have? My rights were completely stripped away from me. My rights were completely stripped away from me. I I asked on a court appointed app that we were supposed to text message through asking how a dental appointment went. I got an email the next day stating that if Mr. Vina um, communicates with Aiden's mother, it's going to be a, a restraining order violation just by asking how a dental appointment went. I asked how a doctor's appointment went on the court appointed app, right? And I got another threatening email from the attorney saying that Adam is violating the restraining order by communicating with Aiden's mother. Adam, are you represented correctly? Do you feel now, like you're represented correctly? Now I am definitely represented correctly. Before, I was not represented correctly. <sighs> so I feel that if I was represented correctly when this whole thing began, I don't think I would be in the situation, but more importantly, my son would be in the situation that he's in. Mm. The judge ordered the gender assessment to be done on my son um, at Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. Um, I re we're going to start jumping around, but I requested to be physically in that room during the assessment. And I was denied. I was denied a phone call from children's hospital, from the doctor. I had, um, hired my own child therapist to sit in on the assessment. And I was denied that child therapist to sit in, not to sway any which way, just but to just, to, just to listen, to find out how they get to a, B and C. And that's all I wanted to know. Does anyone know how this process happens? The gender affirming go assessment? On their, how does that work? I was told guys, to go on their website. 
So I called one day, Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. I called Children's Hospital and I was asking questions. They said, go on our website and you'll find out. I said, all right, cool. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Went on their website, nothing on their website. Called back. They wouldn't even talk to me. When when you were being physically abused during the relationship, were there any police reports of that or none? One police report. I the last the last time is when I had her arrested for being punched in the back of the head. So the situation at the time was I would go over there and visit with her and the boys. It was summertime. I bought water balloons. We were having a water balloon fight. I threw one of the water balloons. It hit her son, her, her first son in the back, and he started crying. I didn't go there and coddle him. I didn't go there and ask him if it was all right. You know, it was we were just having a water balloon fight, and she got really mad at me. Why aren't you coddling it? Why aren't you asking if he's okay. Why aren't you going there to make sure he's okay? And I was like, he's fine. It was just a little water balloon, you know? And again, maybe I should have done that. I was raised differently, but maybe I should have done that. Um, so that's what escalated the, the fight. Um, I, I remember I had my son in my arms and I was walking away because the, the situation was getting heated. I was walking away with my son. She starts screaming that he's taking my son from me. I give her Aiden back, which she gave to the grandmother and me and her exchanged words. And then that's when I got punched in the back of the head. And that didn't in any way favor you in the case because you, you had a restraining order because of the text, but yet her punching you. Yeah. She, uh, um, the, the attorneys never put that into court. Never. They swept it all under the rug. And she was, they didn't give her a misdemeanor or anything as far as on her record? I have no idea. I'm sure. I mean, and being honest with you guys, I have no idea what, she, if or what she was charged with when she, when I had her arrested for hitting me in the head. Battery? Assault? Anything? Don't know. Don't know. It's, it seems like she's doing it. Out, she, she did all that out of spite because if, if she was upset that you didn't coddle her son after a little water balloon incident... Mm-hmm. And if a mother is looking at you and you're, she feels that you're protecting your own biological son and yet leaving the other one kind of, especially an autistic little boy to himself, if these types of situations happen, it just seems like it was just, again, her trying to get back at you. And not that this is in any way the right way to get back at anybody. Right. But it's 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 her knowing that this is kind of the end for all for you as far as if she wants to hurt you, she has to hurt your son. And yeah. what's the best way to do it? What's the most controversial way to do it these days? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and Touch I, their gender, right? Yeah. And switch their gender. So that's what that's the feeling I'm getting. I don't know. I I think it has a lot to do to get back at me because we're not together. Um, I really do. Um, I wish she would have done it a different way by not going after my son um, in this way. Um, but um, I think that a lot of this has to do with her getting back at me because we're not together anymore. I really do. It's a, it's a sad situation, especially for my son. You know, if it's some of the pictures I've seen is absolutely horrendous of what she has him dressed up as. Bows in his hair, pink dresses, you know, 
Um, Look, eventually, all of that can be reversed as long as they don't medically do anything to him. Right. right. And because, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Because you can you can force a kid as much as you want. Eventually, they're going to turn around and be like, what the hell is going on? Right. Here? You know? Right. When they're a little bit old enough to understand maybe seven, eight, nine, they're going to realize this is, this is bullshit. But obviously, to get to that point, that's going to take a lot out of you. So, and I, I and that, again, I I've done everything to, I've done everything to get my son back in my life. I agreed to stuff that I, one, I was not properly represented on, but I've done stuff to get to regain the situation. So I had physical custody of my son. Again, they wanted me to have supervised visitations, and they wanted me not to talk about his his attire. I said, fine. I said, let me know what I got to do and, and we'll do it. Right. We got Adam. We got a monitor visit for you. Great. Who is this person? Do I need a call? Are you guys going to call? Are you going to set it up? What's going to happen? Seven months of negotiation to have supervised visitations with my son. Mind you, I've never done anything to have need supervised visitation, but I agreed to that so I could have physical custody back with my son only to receive an email stating that, Hey, Adam, we're sorry, but we dropped the ball on visitation for you. Seven months of negotiation. And this is from the court or your attorney? His attorney, his previous attorney. So there's my, there's attorney for her. There's a minor's counsel for my son, and then there was my attorney at the time. So three attorneys that are making big money could not negotiate, even though I agreed to everything to regain custody of my son. It, it, are they making it an example like a, out of you? It sounds like a big it's a lifetime ring, movie, like this. It's a freaking lifetime movie. I swear yeah, to like, God. like a ring. Like they're all in cahoots with each other. They're like, okay, this is how we're gonna pretend that we're gonna set up this. Uh, That's exactly uh, what they were doing. What, what do you call that? Uh, visitation. Visitation. Yeah. Supervised. Visitation. Supervised. Yeah, but but then we'll drag it. And then you're going to agree to it. You're going to pretend that you're, you know, his attorney, you're going to go along with it. You're going to provide all the documents we need and vice versa. Then a few months from now, we're going to pretend it never happened. Then we'll find an excuse to draw. Like how, or even calling the children's hospital. I mean, you're talking about. The judge, man. I'm pissed off at the judge as well with the situation. Well, the judge in my case is, is gay. In my case. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but the judge is gay. Male or female? Male. 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 And he's the one that ordered the gender assessment to be done on my son when my son was three years old. But what gender assessment? It's a three-year-old child. This kid has not gone through puberty. This kid is not biologically developed in any way. puberty, bro. Yeah. This yeah. kid is still finding out who they are. Do you think it was an accident that judge was that judge for your case? I think it was just how it fell into place. Um, I really do. I think it was the, the like, if you want to say the luck of the draw, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm not a law. So it was a coincidence. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't know much about the laws, but can't you request a different judge? I tried to, and I was told by my, I was told by my attorney that this was the best judge in your case. <laughs> okay. That's what I was told. W- was this a public defendant? No, or? I was paying him out of pocket. Wow. I was paying him out of pocket. He, the great thing about my new attorney is that he, he has the same beliefs as I have. He 
he fight he's fighting for me and my beliefs and he's fighting for my son my previous attorney felt that everything that they were doing to my son was right so how did, why did you so why did you keep him? him why did you retain him you couldn't find was there nobody else i or? couldn't i couldn't one i couldn't find anybody else and two i didn't have sixty thousand dollars sitting in my bank account to pay a retainer for a family court attorney mm. wow i must have i've i've been on the phone before the attorney i have here the retainer on most family court attorneys is right around between twenty to fifty thousand dollars to retain a family court attorney. I I don't know. And yet she had a pro bono attorney. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you see how? I mean, there, it's not like there's no contingencies here where if they win, they get money from you, and then they'll take well, they the money out of that. Do you I think mean, the pro bono's uh, waiting for money from him or her? Well, the pro bono attorney, the new pro bono attorney is from the Genesee Center out of, oh. out of Los Angeles. Mm. <laughs> so it's not pro bono. So it's their it's, taxpayers. It's are non, paying them basically. The Genesee Center is a nonprofit organization. Yeah. They were funded by donors. Children's Hospital yeah. um, doctors that believe in puberty blockers and minors, and they believe in gender um, surgeries and minors. John, I don't know if I've ever agreed with you anymore in the last Seriously. 249 episodes. He says, here's how you do gender assessment. Look down below your waist and check to see what equipment you have. You don't need a hospital to do it. Save the $10 copay. <laughs> He's right. No, He's you're, right. But John, we're not, we're not dealing with, with normal thinking people like, like us. We're dealing with people that believe that what they're doing, I'll just use my son, is right. I was told by the attorney that there's not two genders, that every person is assigned a gender at birth. That's what I was told. And Your if you attorney want, or her attorney? Her attorney. Her attorney told me that, that you're assigned a gender. You're not, there's not male, there's not female. And if you But want, if you have an attorney, why is her attorney even talking to you? I was not represented. I've, I've been unrepresented for about maybe a year and a half. I've been doing this all by myself. Your new lawyer. How long have you been with this lawyer? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Okay, okay. I'm not going to say anything, but... And I'll tell you right now... If you now, don't see results in six months... I have seen results in one day. Okay. All right. Yeah. I've seen results in one day. That's, that's amazing. Wednesday, when we were sitting in court at Pasadena Court, we were sitting next to each other. He's all, what do you think about removing this judge? And I said, that'd be great. But I asked two years ago if I could get this judge removed, and I, and I was told no. He's all, well, we're going to try to remove this judge. Within five seconds of that conversation happening, deputies came out of the courtroom and said the judge has removed him, recused himself from the case. Really? That's a step. That's a step. I thought that was denied, though. Isn't that what you said in one of your recent videos? That the request the, to... So the new judge that we got, we filed... Because you're only allowed one... Replacement. One, one replacement. Yeah. So the previous judge recused himself... Uh, my attorney goes to court the next day, realizes that this judge is not going to be any good for our case. The new one. The new one. It's He's going to be. Even worse. Probably. Even worse. So we're, he said, all right, we're going to file the paperwork to remove this judge. I said, perfect. Let's do it. Files the paperwork. Spends We spend extra money to get it put on his desk. So that next morning is sitting on his desk. He gets it and he refuses to to. Remove himself. It's at his case. discretion at that point. Yes. Yeah? 
So yes. now that he refused to uh, excuse himself in mm -hmm. a sense. That tells you a lot. That tells you a lot about where your case will go with him. That's my fear. Are these cases, are you able to push it to higher, like Ninth so Circuit, we Supreme would, Court? I mean, how does it, I'm not familiar I, with these types of cases. At and, all. I'm, and I'm still learning as I go. What we want to do is remove it from the family court system. Because the family court system, if anybody knows, is very, very, very corrupt. And money hungry. Very sure. money hungry. If I hear the word continuous one more time, I'm going to. I'm as long as it. as long as both <laughs> sides have money, you're gonna hear continuous. Yes, with anything with the family courts. Which as law school as, did you go to, young man? No, just seeing it, bro. Just seeing how people He's that right. I'm around, mm -hmm. and when they got divorced, it usually goes as long as both sides have money, it's going. Yeah, until yeah. they run out of money. Pretty much. Yep. Well, that's what. Then they settle. Remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Remember that interview I sent you guys a month or so ago with that prominent. Uh, family attorney from New York. I don't know if you watched it or not, but did you send it? Yeah, yeah we probably didn't probably didn't care it. for it. Yeah, right, Arno. Oh. And, and this guy deals with like high-profile divorces, and he's like, "Listen, guys, spend two, three grand, get get a prenup, because once I come into the picture, I'm gonna be in the picture till you run out of money." Yeah, <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah, and the only thing, especially in family court, the only per, only if there's kids involved, the only people that suffer are the kids. That's oh, hundred percent, man. Like I, I could only imagine what Aiden's going through as far as I don't want to imagine. Uh, just you know, trying to wrap his head around: Am I a boy? Am I a girl? Dad says I'm a boy. Mom says I'm a girl. And then the custody battle, and then him going to school and being called a name that he wasn't called originally. I mean, it's it's uh, the only positive twist to all of this. There's no positive twist, but if you dig deep and you want to find a positive twist to this is that he's only five which means he could be perceiving all of this as it's just a game and you know it's like when girls play what's it called that uh tea, tea time or barbie right. to, to him that's how it could be interpreted that's the only or it positive could be thing just about him it. satisfying his mom that's or that it. yeah i just that's hope it, I, I just hope it doesn't get to the point because as long as there's no medical no, no, stuff. I know, I know. Of yeah. course, medical stuff, yeah, 100%. But I don't want it to get to the point where, you know, he's he's going to grade school and, you know, mom sends him to school in a dress. Already he's, done. That's been there. I know. but And then, you know, these kids, as they get older, they realize that, you know, what I'm wearing, the kind of backpack I have on, the way my hair is, the shoes I got on, well, Aiden's not wearing that stuff, but he's a guy. He's a boy. And then they start picking on him. And they start bullying him. That will take... Uh, no, the school that, system that will is... Take Arno, you don't understand how... The school system will take your son right now and make him the hero. Shelter him, yeah. Make him the hero. Which you you think that's going to make anything better? It's gonna Not make for it him. Worse. No, no, no. For the agenda, it's better. Right. Not for him. No, it's the worst thing that can happen for him. Right. But do you think they care about your child? No. no. They don't care. No. But but look, ultimately, your genetics are still in him. Your DNA is in him, right? So no matter what, again, this is my optimism speaking, is the moment he hits puberty, all of his natural reflexes are going to come back and it's going to be like, you know, what? Because I don't think you can... Ignore a morning you, Woody. You yeah, know? you can't. Can, <laughs> you can't trick a boy into becoming a girl or a girl into a bull. All you're doing is 
you're just wasting their life away. Those yeah. precious, whatever, five, six, seven, ten years of their life. That's all you're doing. Unless, again, if you start chemically doing something, that that's a whole and, different story. But And that's what we're trying to do right now. My, my attorney, he's, he's done a lot, but that's the one thing that he's very hyper-focused on right now is trying to to figure out a way to nip that completely in the ass. Yeah. Make sure that does not that does not that does not happen. Well, I mean, unless you get your parental parental rights, you might not have a say. So probably well, working on your parental rights is we, number one. In yeah. That. We're doing there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are going on that we're trying to do. One, we're trying to get the the everything from the previous judge rule, all the rulings that the previous judge um, ruled on completely thrown out because he recused himself. Um, there's few things in the case that he can recuse himself. One, one is biasness towards me and that he can't make a, a, a fair ruling. And I think the, one of the other ones is, is financial gain um, in this. And there's a few other ones. I can't, I can't remember all seven of them, why a judge would remove himself from, from the case. But we think that it was biasness towards me that he couldn't make a, a fair, fair ruling um, for me or against me, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So that's why he removed himself from the case. So, and right. You're, you're, you're white American California and your girlfriend was white as well. Or yeah. We were both Italian, but yeah, we were both white. You're bo okay. Yeah. So there's no, I'm just trying to kind of see from the judge's perspective why he would be so against you, you know. Because there's a I wouldn't say he's against me, but I was I hadn't I had nobody taking having my back. I had no attorney that had my back. I was fighting for my son by myself in court. And I was fighting people that believed that what they were doing to my son was correct. They believe that my son is a girl. They believe that my son is my daughter now. They believe that everything that I was saying was wrong. And I've said in court plenty of times, if you guys would have sat me down in this courtroom, all of us together, you would not have the pissed off father that you do on your hands. But because you guys never took my side, you never questioned me, you never asked me how I feel or what is going on with my son, this is why you have the pissed off father you have on your hands. Because you one-sided everything. The school, his school one-sided, took her side on everything. And in court, took her side on everything. They never once have sat me down to ask me what I think is going on with my son. Yet, she, yet she's the one who physically abused you. She's the one that, I'm sure she's even threatened you, I'm assuming. She's the one that basically has caused more harm to that kid. But... You're the one that's blamed for everything. Yes. I'm blamed for absolutely everything. If they believe your gender is assigned at birth, they think you're damaging that child by enforcing him to grow up as a boy or forcing. I was told to read books by the attorney. If you want to know what's going on with your son, Adam, go read books. About gender dysphoria? You should say that. I'll no. read a book. I read a book. Oh, talk, it spoke about gender dysphoria. No, I told her. I said, I read a book. She's all, what book? I said, it's called the Bible. Mm. Oh, that. See where you're going? That's one of their issues. I, As a country, again, we're trying to get away from God the way they're taking it. I, I, but they're going to fail at that. So They will fail. 
I have not been quiet in court. I haven't because I'm not going to allow them to do this to my son. I'm not. I'm not going to stand around them and have them destroy my son's identity and destroy my son's person as he is. And they have done that over the last three years. They have absolutely destroyed my son. They've destroyed him. How do they get away with this? I mean, this is the type of pain we can't even understand. So I'd like to ask them if this is not child abuse, then what is it? It's not child abuse. I have tried to file child abuse charges on her, all three attorneys, and I have been told by Pasadena. I had a conversation with a police officer in Pasadena. I said, this is what she's doing to my son. They, they said, they said, well, Mr. Vina, that's pretty bad. But by law, what she's doing is not child abuse. I said, I said, physically, physically, it's abuse because she is forcing something upon him. And it's mental abuse. California state code uses those two exact words to describe child abuse. And I said, that's exactly what she's doing. She's abusing my son. She's forcing this upon him and, and, and mentally messing him up. And they said, well, we, there's nothing we can do. A five-year-old is always trying to satisfy their mom, especially there's no dad in the picture. That kid's trying his best to satisfy did mom. You, did you not see any of this coming prior to, having you know, a kid? You, you, even having a kid, but getting into a relationship with her? I wish I did. I really do. I, I did not. I did not see any any signs like this. I knew she had a she sure, had a you should, again not to joke about the situation, but you literally should have asked her, you know, who you're voting for for president. <laughs> that would have that would have that would have summed everything absolutely, up. absolutely, man. Like in today's society, like it's kind of like first question you know, on the first date, <laughs> not even first question. You know, where do you stand as far as on a on a political scale? And again, I don't mean no. to, I don't mean to joke and laugh about it, but if somebody's political beliefs are skewing to the left and to the far left, as far as, as oh, especially progressive left, dude, you don't, you don't just run, right? You, you get on a freaking rocket ship and you take off as, as, as quick as you yeah. can. Yeah. But three years ago, this wasn't in of our face. Of course it was. No. Five years ago, we were, we were yeah, fighting the situation. Not to this extent. How many stories like this had you heard? None, none. Adam was the first one. No, seriously. No, Adam was the first you one see? that I heard where there was a custody battle. Yeah, and then that a, other guy in Canada, the other father in Canada, yeah. I remember. Yeah, uh, I remember. But I forget Jeff Younger. The, is that the name? Jeff Younger's out of Texas. He's. But the battle was in Canada? Or I no, it was, there's a guy. Yes, there there's is a guy in Canada. in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, uh, I, I watched a, um, a, uh, not a podcast, but I watched a news article about that guy in Canada. Um, but there's Jeff Younger um, out of Texas. Um, SB 107 make California a transgender sanctuary state. Um, and I don't know the full story, but his wife took his kids to California to transition from Texas. From Texas. And I think the last thing I heard is that he's almost, a, he's spent over a million dollars in, in trying to get his kids back. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, but because she brought him here, um, it's a transgender sanctuary state for kids. So yeah. for those of you that are just joining us, we have um, Adam Vina here with us, who's um, son. son 
was taken away from him by his the son's mother, who was Adam's girlfriend, um, because she wanted to, or she isn't in the process of converting him from a boy to a girl, and he's been having uh, court battles. battle, custody battles, hasn't seen his son in almost a year physically, right? right? Yeah. Since November of last year, you said. Mm-hmm. Um haven't held him in almost three. In all, yeah, in almost three years, hasn't held his son. And that's... That's painful. Bro, I don't hold my son for a that's day. That's the discussion we're in. Oh, jeez. So there, there, was a, there was a bill that was drawn up by uh, Assemblymember Lori Wilson. Mm-hmm. And it was co-authored by uh, Senator Scott Weiner. Yes. Everybody knows... Where Scott Wiener stands. Uh, on a Wiener. On, sits, maybe, oh, not sorry. stands. Uh, but this bill was SP 957, 957 correct? 957, yes. And just to give you guys the very short logists of it, SP 597, or 95, yeah, SP 957. AB. Oh, I'm sorry, AB. You're AB. right, you're right. Assembly bill. So, Assembly bill 957, written by uh, Lori uh, Wilson, and co-authored by Scott Weiner. Basically, basically, this bill was written and put on the governor's desk to let people know that if you do not affirm your child's gender, your child can be taken away. Taken away from you, and you the the non, I believe non the non non affirming parent can be charged with child abuse. Yes. So, wasn't that vetoed correct we'll get to the veto as well but this is what was written by your local assembly members and authored co-authored by your local senators these are the people that are being voted into quote-unquote voted into power and they're the ones drawing these bills these senate bills these assembly bills and picture this your ex-girlfriend was taking advantage of AB 957 before AB 957 was ever a thought and was running and I'm sure when AB 597 was actually written as a bill she was ecstatic about it because she was like oh there's my golden ticket and it's funny you bring that up because the attorneys for the first time in almost three years used the word affirming in all, in, they hadn't been using Never it. Never been used the word affirming ever. And just two weeks ago, minors council used the word for, oh, Mr. Vina didn't have custody of his kid because he was not affirming of his son's gender. Can't they bring you, your son in and ask him he's too himself? Young. Yeah, he's too young. So, After so hold 14, on. Wait, but, but, but 14, they can do that. But wait, but at, not 12. Isn't it 12? No, that that's different. That, is that a that's different the emancipation okay. um, so, assembly bill. Okay, but see, that's that's what they say. Adam Vina is not affirming his son's gender, but we can't ask his son what gender he is. Right, and that's, again, a lot of this has been very one-sided. Not a lot has been spoken from my son. So when they had the assessment done at Children's Hospital, the conversation with the doctor lasted three minutes with my son and the, and the doctor. The rest of the the rest of the fifty minute conversation was her talking, which you have no idea what the doctor asked your son. No, 
Not even your wife. No. Or I'm sorry, your girlfriend. I keep girlfriend. saying wife. That's sorry. Right. Does can't your attorney request a transcript? That's all. So we have the original transcript um, that was done of that the, conversation, right? Of the of of the assessment that yeah. was done. So the the first assessment states that my son Aiden does not have gender dysphoria. He has gender curiosity. So that goes into court, right? Now they got a new assessment, which they would not allow me to see in court. I mean, they would not allow me to take home to read. I had to sit in court and read the new assessment. You couldn't take pictures of it? No, I haven't even read it. They were afraid that they were afraid that I was going to post it on my Instagram, my son's medical records, which I said, I'm not going to post my son's medical records on my Instagram. That would be a HIPAA violation, wouldn't it? Yes. But they would not allow, I, I had to sit in the courtroom under the watchful eyes of the court appointed employees and the deputies while I read this, while I read this. I said, no, I'm not going to read this. I said, one, I said, I, I have very, very bad reading. I, I can't read for nothing. I said, I need to take that home and be able to read it at my own pace and read it at where I feel comfortable. And they would not allow me to take it home. They would not allow me to take that. How is this? A, how is I, I this think, the California judicial no, system, right, bro? I, I think your attorney just not right. was not in any way using the law for your benefit because my previous attorney, no. Yeah, because all of that, all of the transcript, it's it's you know when you even if you, for example, I mean John can attest to this, if. Anything they're going to present in court or you're going to present in court, the opposing side has to be aware of it and have a copy of it. They can't just come in, show up, and say, oh, yeah, we have this surprise witness right? who's going to... So my now attorney now is has been requesting since last Wednesday when we had the rally at the courthouse for that paperwork, mm-hmm. and they have yet been able to produce it. So then who's at fault for this now? Well, they have they're, to produce it. They'll I know they are, it. but now they're delaying things. Well, look, the delay, they could say, look, the court systems are busy. We're short-staffed. You I know, don't think there is one. It's, what do you mean? You it don't doesn't think exist. There's a, we don't think there is one. But didn't you physically see one? We saw the original one. We have not seen the, seen the second opinion. Oh, you're talking about the second opinion. I see. Yeah. Interesting. We, we have re- not been, we requested the second opinion and they have not, given us the second so okay opinion. let's say for example they don't provide it what happens then don't know that's that's above my pay grade that's for that would be for for the attorney to figure out what i mean to do. john john's an attorney i know he's listening but i'm just curious as far oh. as if there is some sort of evidence quote unquote evidence uh spoken about during a trial and they're asking to prove that evidence or show that evidence and all of a sudden you turn around and not only do you not provide it, but it never existed. What happens? Even if case? they don't provide it, you could subpoena it. Look, they don't have it. What happens? Now it's... They don't They don't have it, and that can't be used in court. I, because If they've lost the transcript of an assessment that affirms and confirms that that young boy has uh, gender, gender confusion... confusion. Was, gender right? dysphoria. Yeah. Then, okay, where's the assessment? Oh, we lost it. Okay, well, you can't use it. We need a new assessment. So we want, what we want is to do our own assessment. We want to throw out the children's assessment 
the first one, even though the first one is an agreeance that he does not have gender dysphoria, just gender curious or gender, whatever. Curiosity. Thank you. Gender curiosity. We want to go on that assessment. We don't want to go on the second assessment because one, we don't know what is on this second assessment and how they determined how they get, got to where they are on the second assessment that he has gender dysphoria. Is there any way you could avoid children's hospital? Go to an actual like well, child we, psychologist, psychiatrist, somebody like that who specializes we, in this? We can, but all these, as we all know, everything costs money. 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 I mean, a lot of money. A lot of money. Um, I mean, again, Jeff Younger's a million dollars into his court case trying to fight for his kids. Um, so there's, we can, we can, we can definitely, we can pull in, we can pull in witnesses. We can pull in, get our own child therapist to do our own personal opinion. And that's what we want to do. You know, if they, if they can't provide the second assessment, th- then we're going to go along with the first assessment and get our own opinion done. How do these fucking attorneys sleep at night? How do you sleep at night? Knowing that this is what you're doing to a family, to a child. That's the key. That's the key thing is what they're doing to my son. What they're doing to my son is not right. They Dude. removed the perfectly good father from the, from the home. They removed me from everything. They removed me from dental appointments, doctor's appointments, removed me from the school. No Christmas. No, I've been without Christmas with my son. I still have Christmas gifts sitting at my house. I, I mean, I did it. My first video on Instagram was me unwrapping my Christmas gifts to my son from two years ago. And I asked minors council, minors council, get my son his Christmas gifts. Well, my, well, the Christmas gifts are not my, on my priority. That's what she told me. Christmas gifts aren't my priority. I don't understand why Mr. Vina, you are so hell bent about Christmas gifts because they're my effing son's Christmas gifts. They're my, they're my kids' Christmas gifts. Give him his Christmas gifts. The time you mentioned the Bible, they already knew. I haven't mentioned the Bible just at that time yet. <laughs> I, try to, I try to stay away from those, those, like, that, those hot know, button The issues. Bible should be held in front of these people and they'll run. They have a fear of the Bible. Well, All I'm, these well, motherfuckers. I'm, well, I'm sure they put their hand on the Bible during court and swore to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So... I'm still sitting on Christmas still gifts. Still help them, God, huh? Yeah. I'm still sitting on Christmas gifts from going on three years now. Um, his grandparents haven't seen their grandson in three years. Uh, the court ordered that he, they have visitations with their grandson. Again, roadblock after roadblock after roadblock after roadblock for his grandparents to see him. And then they throw in the roadblock. Well, the only way that you can see your grandson is if you agree to what is happening to him and you have to come down to the court and read the second assessment. That's the only way you can see your grandson, even though grandparents haven't done anything in this whole entire thing. They have been criminalized as much as I have in this situation. Yet they can't, you can't take a, you can't take maybe a psychologist or psychiatrist's research stating that having a father figure inside of a home, especially a father who has no criminal record, has no, has never been to jail, doesn't have a single freaking <laughs> like, like it's a perfect has is a working class man. 
needs Never to home. Be. He's he's up at 4 a.m. going to work. Going to work. Wants to be in this child's life in order to help him, you know, help raise this child. You know, this needs to be done. They're just turning around. They're just using Because I'm not affirming. But, the, but see, a, AB957 is vetoed now. But AB957 started bef- started with me before. I get it. But see, now, they, now the uh, assembly members drew up a bill, AB957. Right. They drew up that bill. They, they redlined the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. I think it was redlined like four times, right? They, they, Something like that, they, yeah. It, it went in, they just kind of uh, rephrased it, rephrased it, rephrased it, and then it finally hit the governor's desk. And the alphabet community was ecstatic about it because they were like, oh, this is our governor. He's going to do it. He's going to sign off on it. And I mean, to our shock, and I'm assuming your shock even. Blown away. He turns around and Gavin Newsom, our governor, California governor, vetoes the bill. Yeah, The did. alphabet community loses their shit from, you know, from Senate members to potential Congress people who Congress members who are trying to run for Congress and uh, teachers, what you, you name it on social media were losing their shit about it. They were saying that he's not our governor anymore. I can't believe anything. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't believe he did this. He's now he's more moderate than he is progressive. Uh, What was he thinking? Trans kids lives don't matter to him. A lot of shit was basically said about the governor. Now, we don't know what his motive is. If you ask me, I think his motive is 2024, he, 2028, or 20. Well, I think it's 2020. Do you think it's 2028? Yeah, I think it's 2028. Ron DeSantis can, if Ron DeSantis, they don't like each other. So Ron DeSantis and Governor Newsom will go against each other. These guys have owners, and if their owners want them to it's run in 2024, they'll it's run in not in 2024. This is going to be the listen. If you go look at the polls now, recently, the polls have skewed towards Trump like ridiculously. I'm talking about the on the Democratic side. Forget the, the Biden's going to be running as Democrat. No, no. Until about two, three months ago, maybe you were right. But when look, you have been how long going up against. Biden. So CNN was on vacation for two and a half years. All of a sudden, the last two months, they are actually talking okay, shit about but how, Biden. How so long have we it's been in saying, their program to replace okay, this dude? But how, how long have we been saying that Biden's going to be stepping down? He's not mentally there. Blah, 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 blah. All this stuff. How long have we been saying it? Who cares? He's going to run. He's going to rerun. And I think, I think the scary thing, no matter what side of the aisle that, you're, that you go on, especially with this whole transgender stuff, it's not, my situation is completely different, you know, but, you know, you could have the perfect family and it's going to happen outside the home. Yeah. But yeah. I, again, I don't want to digress yeah. into uh, Trump and Biden and DeSantis and stuff, but going right. back to Newsom, again, this is me personally. I, this is what I think. Again, you guys could, you guys could interject and you know, state what you, what you guys think, but I think this is a move for 2028. This is him kind of, looking at the far, 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 far left, realizing this percentage of people is very, very small. If he burns these votes, it's not going to affect him because there are Democrats, logical Democrats, who aren't for this stuff, who have children inside, 
public schools who have kids that they're trying to co-parent and are not okay with what's going on. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Gavin Newsom's wife is a registered was a registered Republican. What's the the difference? She is now an independent. So, be and she was a very religious conservative Republican. Hmm. What's the difference, Republican or Democrat? A religious Republican. You just you were just mentioning God, 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 right? Okay, so that tells you. I'm telling you, these people are all a bunch of actors, bro. Come on. Okay, I get it, but. This man she who can is a- show you what you want to see for six months and you'll never know who she is. Okay. The, the feeling is you guys think you know these politicians just because they're in no, front no, of no. you. No, no, no. It's Ed, it's not about Ed, it's not about knowing these politicians. It's we're, it's a conversation that we're having as far as us dissecting a, a scenario right now that's taking place. Of a bill was vetoed by a quote unquote progressive. Would you would ever ever thought that Newsom would have vetoed that? Yeah, yeah. It's all politics. Veto the little one. He you really think you one. you really thought he was gonna veto it? I, no, I didn't know. Oh, that's was, what I'm I asking didn't you. know it personally. Oh, he's gonna veto it. No, okay, but it makes sense for him to veto it. Okay, that's not what I'm asking you though. I didn't think he was gonna veto it. Did you think he was gonna veto it? No. Did you think he was gonna veto it? I'm no, not asking no, you. No, 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 poli- no. Polit- Okay, no. See, that's where where I'm going with this. Yes, there is a political motive here. He is planning on running for president. It's it's out and about. Everybody knows he's gonna be running for president. When it's going to be, I personally think it's going to be a 2028 campaign. He's not going to beat Trump if he if he runs against Trump. There's no way. But this was him saying, I don't need that minority. I'd rather go and burn that bridge and continue to be a logical human yeah. being, which is, again, surprising to a lot of people. But... Um, this this a lot of people say that this may backlash against him. I don't think it's going to do anything. No, I don't. The the people that will support him will continue to support him. He's basically losing just a very very minute percentage of people. Yeah, which is the people that actually need uh, actual mental help. I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I think he just he he just did this to to uh, to make a certain group happy, um, and. That was it. But I never expected when I received that text message that day that he vetoed it, I had to look at it five or six times. I had to go on the internet and make sure that that was right. Cause it, it blew me away. Absolutely blew me away. When I, when I heard that he vetoed nine, five, seven, you know, it was, I was not expecting it. I was expecting to get a phone call saying, Oh yeah, he signed it into law. You know, that's it. That was it. And now we go, now we go from here. To figure out what's going on, and I think if nine five seven was passed, you were you were a fish out of water at that point. Yeah, I mean, my attorney's pretty smart. We've got some other people that are working on language and verbiage when it comes to writing, you know, the paperwork in regards to the case. Um, but he's really, really smart. It'd have been interesting to see how we would have fought when it came to if that bill would have passed, because um, I don't know what would have happened. I have no, no clue what, what would happen. I'm curious. I'm curious as the people who are listening, if anybody is, if they can even ask or answer this question, if you guys were expecting Governor Newsom to pass AB nine five seven or veto AB nine five seven. I'm just curious to hear what our audience's reaction is to it. Would you, were you guys surprised or were you guys expecting it? But do we have any questions from the audience at all for Adam? 
I, I, I can, you know, touch on when I first started this whole thing, I was, I was, it was just my way to keep in touch with my son. I never expected this. I just was making videos out of my cap of my work truck saying good morning to my son, telling him what movies to, you know, what, what good movies to watch, you know, never did I expect it to, I be doing podcasts. The, the following that you, yeah, that accumulated, huh? Yeah. I never expected it to, to, to have escalated to the point where I'm talking at the Capitol or, you know, going on podcasts and talking on news networks, you know, yeah. it was just my, my, instead of going to a therapist, it was my way to therapy to make my 10 minute, five minute videos in the cab of my truck saying good morning to my son. And that was it. And when you say for your son, are those videos you, you hope he's going to watch later on? Or do you think he's currently watching it? No, I, I don't think he's currently watching them. Um, but if depending on how things end up, at least he'll know what I did um, and how hard I try to fight for him. Yeah. Do you, I, do you really believe that, you know, all this, all this going on, because your last statement, you just said, like, how hard I fought for him. I hope you're not giving up on no, the situation. No, okay. I'm not giving up. Not giving up at all. I want, I want to hear how hard I'm fighting right. for him. Well, he said fought, meaning, like, let's say six months, two years, whatever. I, or um, when he's 18. Yeah. See, I don't get to see him until he's, or oh, he geez. turns 18. You know what I'm saying? I and hope not, man. I no, I do too. I do too. But at least he'll know that I fought for him continuously. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what I meant by the the fought part. I'm gonna continue to fight, no matter no matter what. Um, and I don't know where this is gonna take. Have us. you ever thought about having counsel? Maybe ask your wife for psychiatric evaluations. Ex girlfriend. Or sorry, girlfriend. man. Sorry, I just because he just got he got married at 13, so everyone's a wife. Yeah. This guy. Yeah, uh, I don't think that I don't think that has been uh, the I don't think that's going to be get brought up. Oh, okay, it should be. Yeah, we'll see. You have a new lawyer. We do have a new lawyer. Yes. So, well, uh, I'm not gonna. How long do you guys think a lawyer should be on your case before you see results? I mean, the courts are slower Depends, every day. Yeah. Some. I mean, look at what's going on with Tinhorn Flats, right? Yeah. It's the bar that was shut down. They have an upcoming court date, I think, is it September or November? Jeez. And it's been pushed back like 400 times. So. Tinhorn Flats closed down? You didn't know about this? No. Well, they didn't close down. They closed, <laughs> they closed it down. Oh, okay. Forcefully. Spanky Mayor uh, Constantine uh, oh. shut it down. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So I mean, it's a cool place. Yeah. It it took, uh, it's taken, it's been three years, well, four years almost. No, three years. It's been three three years that he's been fighting the city, the state, and just trying to. COVID reasons? Yeah. He just wouldn't close during COVID. He was like, they built gates around his property. They welded his door shut. They turned off his power. He brought generators in. I mean, the guy was adamant (laughs) about keeping his business open because he had to put food on the table for his family. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, you know, that's another situation by itself. They basically took his business and surrounded by with 20-foot city gates around his property. Wow. Wow. Shahya, I want to read your comment, but you got to change your uh, profile picture, bro. 
got a mask on in your profile picture, but I'm going to make an exception and I'll read it. <laughs> Not only is it a mask, it's a, it looks like it's a Burberry mask. <laughs> At least it's a fashionable. Is that Shahid that's normally on Facebook? No. Oh. No. Uh, that's, that Shah is from Arizona. Okay. Uh, it says, Gavin is playing chess with his agenda. He can veto this bill 597, then there are two more with new language that can pass, which could See? be true, yeah. Yeah, 665 and 957 are almost like a sister bill um, yeah. to each well other. Said. And then uh, 1078 is, I think, I mean, all of them need to get vetoed, but I think 1078 af affects all parents. Which one is so 1078? 1078 I... is the, the cur uh, curriculum that the state uh, can run um, have a say in what, what the curriculum in the school is. Um, I believe that's it. Wow. I, um, I don't know, man. Like I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, I think these guys are writing all these bills to eventually protect themselves from all the shit that's going to be exposed in the upcoming yeah. years, you know? You're absolutely All right. the pedophilia and all these lists of names, everything that's going to be coming out soon enough I think this is where their way of kind of riding off into the sunset and saying, hey, listen, guys, we're not guilty. But, but I don't know, John, is the law based on the day you're convicted or the day you committed the crime? So if they come up with the law saying, well, you know, pedophilia is okay now, but you and then raped the child 10 years ago. And of limitations on us. I, I don't, like, how would that work? Think about it. I mean... Let's say the Epstein list comes out right now, right? It would be devastating for them. But if it comes out, I don't know, Five 20 years, years from yeah. now, first, a lot of things will be different. When 10 years have passed and people accept MAP as a word, a uh, yeah. minor attracted person, if they can normalize that, then when the every, the whole list comes out... Nobody will no pay attention. Will Over my dead body. Uh, AB, AB 10... 78 mm -hmm. is the one that you mentioned. So this bill would remove local school districts from uh, the equation of deciding the best literature and, and curriculum uh, for the communities served. Local school districts will lose their authority over the curriculum and uh, it will all be given to the county superintendent and the California Board of Educators or Education, sorry. Who, who keeps track of all these bills? Like, how many pills do That's we another need? Why do we need to... Confuse the fuck out of you. That's why. It's like, oh, yeah, we got a new bill. How many pages is it? 3,795 pages. Okay. The people that are voting on these bills, they don't read their whole bill. Of course not. How can you possibly Impossible. read it? They're literally given 48 yeah. hours and said, here, it's 3,000 pages. 3, have, pages. Have five of your employees read through pages for you. Yeah. And then they'll give you a synopsis of everything. That's yeah. it. John says, for criminal law, it's from the date the law passed. No ex post facto laws for criminal, which means you can't retroactively make past activity criminal. So that there doesn't make it sense, makes though. Sense. No, no, because, okay, if you kill somebody 20 years ago, and let's say today killing somebody is no longer a crime, does that mean the crime you committed 20 years ago, you're, you're off? Because, because today the law says you can now... I mean, We're, in that, in that case, anybody that's in prison right now for robbing, right, let's say, or even marijuana been. law should not be in, in prison because it's all legal now, right? You can legally go pick up whatever you want from any store. 
Well, they, a lot of a lot of people who have been incarcerated for uh, marijuana use, marijuana sales, have been released. Have they? A lot of them have. Well, mind you, a lot of people have been released for other things as well. Yeah, but uh, I just think they just. Well, they're not even holding anybody anymore. Yeah, it's just a slap on the wrist, and they have a sliding door there. If you figure, okay, if I walk close enough, it just may slide open. No, 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 it's more of a rotating door. (laughs) You're in, you're in and out within within seconds. You better be quick, Uh, or else it'll hit. AB AB five is another one that you mentioned, right? Was that was that the one? So no, I just heard of that one. The night that he vetoed the bill. Okay, so AB AB five. Listen to this one: mandates teachers to complete training on how to identify and profile students whose parents don't affirm their child's gender identity and identify uh, and and identity. Uh, they also implement a certain curriculum and counseling for the LGBTQ youth. So that one passed. No, no, no. These are all. These are all on the government. These were all on the, the government. Just AB five passed. No, no. Oh no, yeah, AB five passed. Shit, it oh, did no. pass. Uh, Governor Gavin Newsom um, vetoed AB five. Oh, did he? And nine five seven. So what we're waiting on is six six five um, and ten seventy eight to get vetoed. And I think there's one other one. Um, six, six, I know five. I'm gonna get beat up when I when I get off here because I didn't remember. But there's one other one that we really need him to veto. So please, everybody, we need you to call. Um, the governor's desk um, all week, flood his office full of uh, phone calls. Just all you got to do is just say your name and just say, please veto these bills. Yeah. So 665 is removes decades of safeguards that say that, that say a child can self consent out of a home and into a government residential shelter to receive mental health services without their parents slash guardians knowledge. If they are, the victim of abuse or uh, at risk for harming them, self-harm or abuse of uh, self-harm. The way I, that bill was explained to me that if your kid does not feel safe or comfortable, say he had a bad day at home, he could tell his guidance counselor that he doesn't feel comfortable at home and they can mention to that, the child, like, do you want to go somewhere else? Then they can take him to a state run and not tell the parents where they're at. So your son, your, your daughter, or your son could be, Gone all weekend and you would never know where they were at. Why can't they introduce anything like this in the real estate market? Like you go, you see a house, you know, 2.1 million <laughs> and there's 87 offers. Above now, asking. Now it's shot, shot up to 2.7. <laughs> and then you just file a lawsuit and say, yeah, but I feel that this home is only worth 1.435. And I feel like I deserve I deserve it because I was here first. I saw it first. <laughs> and then the judge says, you know what? He's right. He gets the house. The house affirms, only affirms your decision. Yes. It affirms your decision and your desire to live in this. I want my family to live in this home. Even though you're there first. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's possible, Arlo, in your industry? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, Nina actually says AB5 was signed into law and made into law. So it was passed. Oh, I thought I, I apologize. I thought it was vetoed. I'm sorry. Because yeah, I saw I saw it was signed and passed. So again, I don't know if it right. was vetoed, but she just confirmed. She just said it was signed and made into law. She's probably she's more than likely right. I, I'm I'm still new to this whole the bills and how everything works. Is there yeah, anyone I, that could keep up with this? I wouldn't be surprised if when once this is all said and done, you decide you know what, I'm going to become an attorney and 
save, I don't know about save attorney, other but, families from this mess. But maybe honestly. maybe a uh, a more focus towards um, running for elected public office. Yeah. Public office somehow. But if you're wondering how who keeps up with all these bills, there's a uh, two ladies called uh, Tara and Denise, the Freedom Angels. Um, they are at the state capitol almost every single day, keeping up with these bills. They have been the some of the biggest fighters on nine five seven six six five ten seven eight. All these bills that 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 are really going after the kids, um, and they do a hell of a job explaining it to you on how how these ball. I think laws work. I think the root of repairing all of this. And getting this disgusting cancer out of our society Common sense. is re- is replacing these people from office, going out there yeah. and doing your civic duty and actually voting. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah, we need to we need to get out and vote, especially in California. We need to get out and vote. I mean, if you look at some of the voting maps, majority of the state is red, but it's the main cities in California that. Turn the tables. Yeah, it's the, metro, Sacramento. It's the metropolitan area, yeah. basically. It so, says here, and Levick said it too, that AB5 was signed into law in September 2019. That's a different one from what uh, I'm hearing. So Nina's saying that's a different one. How could they both be AB5? More confusion, maybe? I don't they, know. They add, they add to the literature. They add more They add more to the whatever it is. There's maybe paragraphs added. I don't know. Again, a lot of us are... I, being introduced to how these bills and law. I mean, let me put it to you this so way. The one he's talking about, 2019, from what Nina says, has to do with uh, W-4s for employees. Okay. So, no, this is that's different. independent contractors, yeah, but... Hmm. Assembly Bill 5, that's what it is, basically. Because, see, look, the first time I actually got into this whole Senate bills, Assembly bills, was during uh, SB 596, which was the... Uh, the, the parents against the teachers or the teachers against the parents where it's a misdemeanor and uh, Portentino wrote that bill. Um, if you harass or if you harass a teacher or if you, um, what was the other one? Annoy a teacher or staff member, you can be charged with a misdemeanor plus fines and oh even God. jail time. So we sat down with Senator Portentino and we basically wanted to, First, scrap the bill because it's it's it, it was unnecessary. If you're gonna if you're if you're gonna harass somebody or if somebody is going to be harassed, the person who is doing the we harassing have laws for that. Yeah, there's already law for it. You call nine one one. This person's harassing me. You get a restraining order. Whatever needs to be done will be done. Portentino drew up this bill where it said if a staff member, a teacher, uh, is harassed or annoyed mm-hmm. by a parent or somebody even if it's regard even if it's outside of school act school uh times basically if you see him at a trader joe's or something uh, you can be subject to penal code whatever it was originally we wanted to have scrapped said listen you don't need this if somebody's harassed just call 911 right. or get an attorney or you know just get a restraining order and he said no well why don't we redline it dude we we redlined the entire, not the entire bill, we redlined it to an, to an extent where it kind of piggybacked on the state law, whatever the state law is. And we sent it to him, no response, sent it to him, no response, sent it to him again, CC'd his staff. They finally got back to us. But you know when they got back to us? 
a day before he actually was presenting it to oh my gosh the board this these are who the, these are yeah. the people that we're dealing with yeah but if you go knock on his door That's and start you know what what are you doing here you're harassing me I'm oh scared. my god i'm scared for my life somebody called 911 oh did we defund space. the police let's refund the police again so we can get this guy <laughs> You know, thrown yeah. in jail. You need a safe space. Yeah. That's, that's what it's become. <laughs> I've been told that I, uh, uh, my son's um, mother's attorney has told me I, if if you use sweetheart with me, I'm gonna. I need my safe space. She has told me that over the. Over she, the phone. You should call her sweetheart. <laughs> Give me her number. I'll call her. I'll call her sweetheart. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Shahid, thanks course. for changing should your you profile picture. <laughs> I appreciate that. Right? We appreciate much, thank you better, so much. Much man. better. <laughs> See, you're a handsome young man. You had that mask on. I couldn't tell. If Don't hide that. Sean, we've invited Portentino to the show. He's he's refused to come on. What's the exact term they use? These guys, not over my dead body. Is that what they call it? Well, one of them said, "Not over my dead body." <laughs> Who? Which one was that? I, I don't know. Because. I don't want to mention any names. You must be but, doing something right then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, we, we do have, you know, not to mention any names because it's not confirmed yet, but we do have somebody, you know, who is on the opposite side of the spectrum who will be joining us. So nice. we'll see how it goes with that guy. They're I think that's speaking with the team right now, too. Yeah. Okay. To get team. things in order. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's Do we have a team? <laughs> Did you contact the team? No, I didn't contact the team. I mean, it, they, well, after tomorrow, you're going to need a bigger team tomorrow. Yeah, they they yeah. clearly saw they clearly saw the the message and said, "Hey, listen, here's two dates for you. Pick one." But maybe let's forward to the team. Let's forward to the team. Let's forward to the team. <laughs> oh man, Adam, what else, what else do you got for us as far as the story behind everything that's going on this this journey that you're on right now? I mean, I I I know there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, but is there a possibility that you might be spending the holidays with your kids? Maybe no, I don't. I don't, I don't think. Uh, I, I think we'll go another holiday season without without Aiden. Um, so I'm not a big fan of the holidays <laughs> lately. No. Um, but I, I, I think we're gonna go another holiday season um, without him. Um, and I think that's none of this is easy. Oh, uh, I, I, I can't even imagine. Of, I mean. Anybody that says, "Yeah, I know what you're going through," I don't. I don't think it's it's. I never, I never in the wildest dreams that I ever have to fight. I think, feel that I had to fight for something as basic as gender. I think gender is pretty as basic concrete. as being a dad, man. Yeah, I think gender is pretty concrete, male and female, especially, um, especially in today's society where we have a shortage of dads, to say it bluntly, right? And, right. and you're fighting to be present in your son's life and. The system is pretty much saying, mm -mm. but the system has been working hard for 70 years, getting dads to, out of yeah, that house. To, exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's, and I'm not even worried about myself. I mean, I could, you know, have a heart attack and die tomorrow, but it's, it's the damage that's been done to my son. It's the brainwashing. Ultimately the, the state or the powers to be don't want my kids and your kids to recreate. Yeah. I don't That's know. the ultimate fight. I don't know what it is. I don't know where where we have gone wrong in a society where where we've just completely thrown the common sense out um, on basically everything, but especially when it comes to gender. You know, him being so young, like some of my arguments in court was if 
I said, my son's five. He doesn't know the difference between male and female. He doesn't know the difference between male genitalia and female genitalia. He doesn't, you know, if, if you can find me a five-year-old or at the time a four-year-old that knows the difference, I'll sit down in this courtroom and be quiet. But until then, you're not going to be able to show me a child that knows the difference. There's no way. There's no way. My, see, my, I have a boy and a girl. Right. And there are times they take a bath together. Right. And you'll never see, like, for example, I've, I've never, ever, ever seen my daughter, for example, point at my son's penis right. and say, what is that? Right. You know? Never, it's not. It's it's never. It, it's it. That's not what. That's not what kid goes through kids' brains. Unless, and if it is going through that, they're being taught that at the young age. Yeah, because all kid, all they want to do is basically spend time together, play together. Right. It's like, oh my god, look, the water is running. We got a bunch of toys inside the bathtub. It's time to have fun together. We're right. we're, we're playing. That's not what. But when when things certain things are pointed out, I mean, we they <laughs> you call it grooming. But that's basically what it is. It's grooming. Grooming and child abuse of what she's done to my son. John, they're kids, John. They're kids. They're kids, John. They're kids. John thought John's it was a TMI. John thought you're talking about you and him. <laughs> oh, I was like, you know, when my wife and I were playing in the shower together. <laughs> <laughs> what the rubber ducky? <laughs> Oh, jeez. Nobody points out and says, oh, that's different than mine. <laughs> <laughs> They're kids, John. They're literally kids, bro. This is the, I mean, you took the topic and just fucking went to a different level with it. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. John, we missed you, bro. You, you've been in mine for a little while. It's good to be, it's good to see you here, John. <laughs> well, we, we can't, we can't say that. We can't say it, unfortunately. Should we tell people why we can't say that? That we what? That the our... person that took no, that no, away no, from no. us? No. We should you expose don't know that, that, man. You don't know that. That's no. true. We don't have proof of it. No. no it's Come un... on, Ed. For you to think that, like, are you kidding me? Again, you're talking to Edgar here. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. this is black, but is it black? Is Was it? it black when it got They here? want you to think it's black. Yeah, yeah. They Long want time ago, they said it's black. You know, so you can think it's cause, black. Because look, yes. if you shave, <laughs> if you shave this off underneath, this is a different color. You don't know what color it could it is be underneath that. Yeah. Possible, right? <laughs> See what we deal with every week. Yes. <laughs> that 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 I I've told you what that thought process is. That's just a nice way of separating yourself from reality, like. Yeah. Stop hey. going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, we have no control over anything. Anybody can. I never know. said we don't have. If if someone thinks we don't have control over anything, they 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 wouldn't vote. Do we, we have control over? You votes? just said everybody half an hour ago. You said everybody's an actor. Politicians? Right? Yes. Yes. Definitely. So, they are. So then. So then, they're all the same shit. So do okay, we have control over votes? Do we have control over votes? Do we have control over votes? You're talking about uh, presidential vote or local elections? Doesn't matter. No, it's two different things. Presidential. It's it's not an, in my opinion it's not an election it's a selection. Okay, so how my, about local politics? You do have power there. You have power. They're you not actors. Of course, they're p puppets. Actually, the they're ones puppets. at the local level are trying to get up to that level, mm -hmm. so they're trying to satisfy their masters yeah. to get to that level. Yeah, that's just my take. You, you can have book. yours. No, you should write a so book. Let's hear your take on all this. <laughs> You're always my, questioning my, my mine. Let's been go. on here for 249 minutes. No, on this specific topic. 
I don't think we. Okay, the we don't get to elect our president. <clears throat> we don't. Mm. Was Trump elected? Nah. Was Spanky elected? Trump. If Trump was elected <laughs> on what he told you all, he what did he tell you guys? He's gonna drain the swamp until Ed, he did you that. Gotta then, stop saying that, bro. bro. That's my take okay, on so it. Who is gonna, I have okay, the right okay, to okay, say. Okay, so who is gonna be president in twenty twenty four? Then probably bring Trump back. Why do you think the Democrats have been putting him? The, what did they bring cases against this guy? And then every time they do, what happens? He gains five more points. You think they don't understand what's going so on? So Trump will be selected as next president. Yeah. Huh. That's my take on it. Now, but people, people can but, comment. No, but people haven't woken up and said, you know what? I'm sick and tired of what's going on. I will be voting for this man. Okay. He even hasn't woken up. He still thinks. Are you going to be voting for him? Yeah. No, you yeah, won't. I'll vote for him. No, you time. won't. What's my other option? Unless the Democrats can... Uh, Come up Bring with Kennedy it. up forward, then I might vote for Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. How about Hillary? <laughs> Man, I'm on a oh. runner campaign. What are you talking about? <laughs> do you? I, okay, I think he's. I want to run to Kamala. I, see, I'm, gonna be I want to run the campaign for. Do you thing, think Michelle Obama Hillary. will be running for president? Michael will. Big Mike. Run. Big Mike. No. Big Mike. No. I don't know. No. no but bad. Hillary Clinton, I would run her campaign for prison. That's for damn sure. For prison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure, I'd run that campaign. Who you, who, you, who you got, Adam, this year? Or, or next year, I'm sorry. Next year, I was I was really big on Trump. Really big on Trump. And then DeSant, when I saw DeSantis do um, during COVID, um, really, really impressed me. Um, but kind of what I've seen him kind of decline during this whole presidential mm-hmm. kind of race, um, I'm more, I'm going to be sticking with Trump. Uh, I really am. I think he's done a really, really, really good job, no matter what anybody's done. Um, but yeah, I was really on the DeSantis bandwagon for a while. Um, now you're not. Now I'm not. You so, know, you know when you'll jump back on in 2028 when when Trump decides to not run for president and endorses him. <laughs> I says, would never even 28. Vote, I vote, vote for this man. This man is fabulous. <laughs> but, I, I, I would have President vote for Trump. Him. You called him I, the sanctimonious. I think the biggest problem is the. He's the, the best one. He's the best DeSantis. <laughs> Have you ever seen a DeSantis like him at all? DeSantis. It's like, I look at DeSantis. He's a great governor, right? Can we all agree that amazing for Florida, right? On certain things, yes. Majority. On COVID-related stuff, yes. Yeah. Okay. Foreign policy. When I look at DeSantis, I see Jet Bush sitting there. That's it. He's like a puppet of Jet Bush, not... Not the Bush you guys know, Jet Bush. So Jet Bush He's a rhino, was that brother. Exactly my point. So Jet Bush was that brother that got his brother elected. Remember right. with the whole Florida thing that happened? 2000, what was that? 2000. I think he was running Jet Bush, right? Yeah, Jet Bush, Jeb Bush ran the elections in Florida who got that got his brother elected. It was it was the 2001 election. It was yeah, 2001, right? No. No, he was running against Trump. No, 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 no. Jeb Bush was the governor of Florida when uh, George Bush was running the yes. president. And Florida was that swing vote that took place where uh, Jeb, where Fox News reported Bush won. Oh, and then right. CNN vote, uh, reported that uh, Gore won. It was at the Hanging Chad episode. Yeah. That was the and, recount. And then they did a recount. And then there was all this controversy going on. And then. All of a sudden, All his of brother sudden, won. His brother won. 
And at the time, I th- who was the CEO of Fox at the time? I forgot who it was, but but it was still owned by Murdoch, I think. No, Murdoch was it? Some there, there was a lot of controversy that went on with that whole. Uh, I think was I think it was two thousand and one. Two is Levick said two thousand two, which is, I agree, that's going to be two thousand two. Yeah, two thousand two. If Levick said it, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's that's what happened, and uh, it was a whole there was a there was controversy behind it, but um, that's but yeah. where I see DeSantis, guys. I see DeSantis as. A rhino, pretty much. That's about. I would, I would think that unless he didn't do a good job during COVID, he really, he really. Well, kept... the rhinos use. See, the rhinos. Two thousand, two thousand. Sorry, correction, guys. Two thousand. It was in the year two thousand. Well, yeah, because oh one, he was already president. Yeah, when and that's when nine eleven took place. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Nina had an interesting question for you. Adam. Yeah. Uh, she said, "If the goal is to win joint custody, if that is an option." Will you be okay with your son basically living a double life where, let's say, he pretends to be a girl when he's with his mom and a boy when he's with you? Or will you just uh, just go along with whatever the situation is? That's, that's a difficult question to answer. Um, a lot of my stuff that I've been doing um, the last few years is to try to limit the damage that has been done to my son. Um, and I, th- I think about that question a lot. Like, am I going to create more damage to my son if he comes over to dad's house and he has to be this way? And then when he goes over to mom, he has to be this way. Um, I'm, I'm torn between that, but I know that I will be able to get him. If I can get him back in my life, then I'm going to have to deal with that situation for a little while. Um, but as long as that I can try to to be the male role model in his life and hopefully reverse some of the damage that has been done to my son. Because I in my my opinion, the damage that's been done to him is is pretty severe. We I mean we hope not. We hope he doesn't have to go through certain therapy and stuff, man. We right. hope it's something where he'll kind of you know what Armand was saying. It's just kind of like uh oh, this is just this is just a game. That's, that's what I'm hoping because no child at this age needs the basically the weight on the world on his uh, on his shoulders at this young. I mean, none of us at five years old had to deal with any of this, any yeah. anything this heavy. Yeah. You know, well, we were we were worried. five. We didn't even have this stuff around. Right, but we were too worried about you know playing riding bikes, you know, getting dirty, you know, that kind yeah. of stuff. We didn't have to. I mean, some of the kids nowadays, what they're having to deal with is 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 too big for kids to have to deal with, you know, and and that's in my son's case. There's no reason that he needs to have this much. Modern day childhood is being destroyed. They, they, that's why I keep saying they have destroyed my son. They've destroyed my son. The other, the other day I was, uh, I was driving with the client. We were going to look at a house in uh, the city of Glendale. It was a, it was a cul-de-sac and we were driving up the street and I'm I'm not kidding you, man. It was probably one of the greatest things I've ever seen. It was at five o'clock at uh, five o'clock in the evening. We were driving up the street, and there was a basketball court in that cul-de-sac, and there was eight kids playing awesome. basketball in the street. And as we're pulling up, you know, I slow down, and they basically kind of part ways, and they go, "Okay, you know, come and pass by." Yeah. We I drove past them. And then they started playing again. 
and my clients and me, you know, we looked at each other. We started, bro, I'm not kidding you, bro. I had a smile from ear, from like ear to ear. And it was just like, oh my God, like that was so refreshing yeah. to see kids outside playing basketball on the street. And the parents were totally basically okay with the situation that, you know, the fact that the neighbors were all decent human beings and yeah. weren't and, calling. Because right now, weird-ass people living everywhere. They'll you're right. The See, that, kids, I didn't even bro. think of that. The neighbors calling the police saying, ah, oh, these kids are on the street. They're making a racket, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we looked at the home, blah, blah, blah. And when, as we were leaving, I was more excited to drive back down and see those That's kids crazy. again playing basketball on the street rather than you know, that should just, be a normal. That should be a normal thing. But that's being taken away by all these this, these devices and all yes. this crap that's being, you know, shoved down these kids' throats. Uh, you know, it's it's not normal. Like, no. And and safety is another issue. That it's not safe to go out because of all the crap that's going on. The drugs, the homelessness. Uh, God knows who's out in the streets. That you know, you know, your kid might be kidnapped for. Right. For all you know. For a map to enjoy. Yeah. It's, it's, it, society has changed so much. Man. And that's why I tell a lot of people that, especially parents, that this thing is the most dangerous thing. Oh, that yeah. Kid, that that's how they have. infiltrated us. And I, and I tell everybody, you need to be super vigilant on what your kids are looking at on the phone, on the computer, on the TV, because it's, it's everywhere. And the parents just have to stay super vigilant, you know, in their, in the kids' lives, you know. John, I love seeing kids play on the streets. Absolutely. (laughs) I love it. Bro, John has it for you today. John John has it for me today. John has it for me today. But as a lawyer, John's amazing. Like, he'll find something for you. Absolutely. But yeah, see, Arno's right as well. Remember on Porter. Arno Arno lived on Porter and my cousin lived on Porter. Anytime we'd go over, that's... That's what we were doing. Every single kid, we were out on the streets, whether he was riding bikes, rollerblades, th- didn't matter. But we were... We ice were, skates. Ice <laughs> skates. <laughs> but we were just, we were, we were out and about. He played dollhouse yeah. there too. <laughs> okay, that's, that's awesome. That's kind of like... Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a sound machine. <laughs> that one was... Yeah, Did was you and Arno take a bath together? <laughs> <laughs> That one deserves this. <laughs> I had to go. Oh yeah, no, no, that was a, that's actually one of this. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Ah, oh, jeez. Anyways, uh, Adam, we, you know what, yeah. we, we wish you well, not even wish you luck, man. You don't need luck because we know that you will prevail, man. Thank you. Uh, anything you need as far as, I don't know, man. Like advertisement. Bringing awareness, you know the three of us are here for you, man. I appreciate that. Uh, right. You, Mom Army, Dad Army, all of you guys, know that you have supporters on your side. And if there's anything you guys need to bring awareness to what you're going through, we're here for you, man. Yeah, we're, we're actually, Mom Army is, is throwing a national rally on uh, October 21st. So we're going to, we haven't, they haven't decided any cities yet, but it's going to be nationwide, almost like what Canada did. Um, up north, they had the whole, the whole, all the provinces come together. They were shooting for like a, a million um, parent march to save their kids. Mm-hmm. 
and they got about a hundred thousand people. That's a that's a lot. So that's a lot of people. We, um, Mom Army is um, is is organizing a a national um, Save Our Kids um, rally. Keep us posted on that. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll send you the link. And Definitely, it's going to be October twenty first. Um, they're gonna it's gonna be in coalition Mom Army, Dad Army. Um, uh, Freedom Angels are going to be involved. That's Denise and Tara. Yeah. Uh, Gays Against Groomers, and there's going to be a few other um, groups that are involved. Um, and we're hoping that we can we can occupy all all 50 states um, if with rallies in all the major cities. Beautiful. To That'd save be amazing. Kids. To do that. Yeah. 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 So we also and then last thing we have the Give Send Go. Um, it's Give Send Go Save Adam's Son. Um, um, all the proceeds will go towards helping me with my legal fees. Okay. Get um, us a link for that. Yeah. Get I'll us go. a link for that. We'll, we'll post okay, it on our story. Uh, so we can bring awareness to that. Okay. Any donation guys can help. Uh, we're looking to literally save a child's life at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's literally being changed by somebody who does not deserve to have full custody of that kid. Adam, thank you so much. No, man. thank you guys. I appreciate you big time. We appreciate thank you as well, man. Thank you. Everybody's prayers are with you. Everybody's you know, supporting you. All our prayers are with you. And you will, like Arno said, you'll prevail. Thank you. 100%. Thank you, guys. Guys, uh, today's you. podcast will be up and running on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, all major platforms tomorrow. Uh, we want to wish you guys a great week. Have a great weekend. And we will see you guys next Monday. Same time, same place, same network. And hopefully uh, we'll be up and running on Facebook and won't be banned from there. So we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll have a new mayor by then. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs>